something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking shit about weddings. The other thing I love yeah. is my dog, Ruth. We love Ruth. I got a I got a Ruth story for you. Oh. But first, let's bring in our guest so she can say hi. Pammy, introduce our guest for this week. Oh, um, our guest is a friend of mine. Um, we met through our husbands. Actually, she is the wife of my husband's uh, one of his best friends, Lee, and uh, she also happens to be the founder of a nanny agency called Educated Nannies. This is Ryan Jordan. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hi. Welcome. So Thanks we're all we're all animal lovers, even though this is a wedding podcast. Yes. I'm going to tell you the dumb story about my dog this week. Yes. Little Ruth. Ruthie. What'd she do? Podcast mascot. mascot. <laughs> um, she, she and I and Tristan, my husband, were on a walk. Okay. And we were trotting along the sidewalk. And we were like on a morning walk. And we were at like the furthest point from our house when she whimpered and started limping. And I'm oh, like, no. oh, no. But, you know, she gets little burrs in the paw. So, yeah. you know, I'm kind of, I have a mug of coffee with me. I look crazy on morning dog walks. I'm always in, like, <laughs> terrible pajamas, like, weird hair. You and everybody else. Sunglasses. <laughs> and it's, I live near an elementary school, so it's always, like, fresh-faced mommies and their kids, like, going to school looking normal. And then it's just, like, I look like some hungover monster, like, <laughs> You're like bad moms. Oh, totally, <laughs> totally. So I'm walking the dog with Tristan and she starts to whimper and I'm sort of out of it, but I go to like, you know, try to feel what's down there, but she's super short. So I'm kind of kneeling and I go to touch her paw to see what's in there. And it starts like vibrating. I look down, there is a bee caught <gasps> in her fur. Oh, whoopers. So you're like, I need to get this out, but right. how do I get but this out? out? How do I get this out while I'm not getting stung? Has she gotten stung yet? What's going on? Ouch. This bee is angry and stuck in her fur. So <gasps> the way that I communicate that to my husband is bee, 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 <laughs> bee, bee, bee. There's bee, bee. <laughs> I just keep repeating the word bee. He's like, what is happening? The dog is hopping and my wife has Tourette's. Like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> so I, sh- I show him I kind of pick up the dog and just shove her butt like up in the air so he could see the back paw while going me <laughs> and he ends up taking and now the bee's super pissed and he ends up taking a leaf and kind of flicking the bee by the way kind of flicked it towards me didn't love that part <laughs> but at Oops. this point the bee flies out and splats onto the the concrete to which I hope people aren't upset at home I did smash the crap out of that bee while saying fuck you bee fuck you bee you hurt my oh. baby Oh. so then i put her back down thinking that that was enough but now she's still she limping stung. and i'm like oh she stepped on the bee and now she's gotten stung so bee now was gonna die anyways yeah then. yeah whatever <laughs> i thought i murdered that bee so at this point i don't know enough about bee stings and dogs this is my first dog this is my first dog getting bee stung <laughs> yes. so tristan now looks crazy because on top of our ridiculous pajama outfits because he's super tall so his pajama pants usually don't fit <laughs> So he is now physically holding the dog while walking the dog. So he looks crazy. And I'm frantically like Googling dog bee sting question mark die. Like, I don't know. Oh, no. (laughs) Turns out that what we had to do was try to figure out, pull the stinger out. But then you have to wash the infected area to try to make sure that the venom doesn't spread to help with swelling. So they're like, you basically have to wash your dog at whatever place where the bee is stung them. I guess it's Mm. really common for dogs to get stung in the face. Yeah. Because they stick their little faces in bushes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it's like... But this was different. She stepped on a bee because my dog's stupid and steps on bees. (laughs) So now I'm like half awake, heart pounding, upset and realizing that we have to bathe this dog. But we tried to put her in the bathtub and just spray her down. But because she's hopping, she won't put the infected foot down. So then I have to sit. I'd gone to the gym earlier that day in my yoga pants and T-shirt in the bathtub while holding the dog. So now Tristan's basically hosing me down in order to watch the dog. I'm like, you couldn't come up with an easier way to do that? I don't know, man. (laughs) I tried, but the dog wasn't into it. So anyway, the the like 10 pound dog. And then we called the vet and they said, give her a half a pill of Benadryl. 
and you drugged her they said to help with the the um swelling and antihistamine basically to help with the swelling and then if you know middle of the day she still has issues bring her in and so we coordinated so someone would be home with a dog blah blah blah. but at same time we're like cool i'm sure we have benadryl in the house it's a common product we had benadryl gels so we tried to like cut the gel and only use half of it on a dog treat only we can't feed it to her normally because she won't walk normally. So I'm trying to hold her and she keeps <laughs> trying to eat it, but then gets too excited and like ends up falling out of her mouth. <laughs> it was a long morning, you guys. Oh my gosh. Long story short, she is great. She's fine. Walking Ru- normal. Ruth is alive and well and that B is not. <laughs> yeah. B. 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 <laughs> Fucking idiot. Anyway, guys, welcome to Wedding Confessionals. That's my opening story. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, so, Ryan, and for the <laughs> listeners at home, just so you know, the the show Wedding Confessionals is people submit their uh, wedding uh, stories and questions for advice, and we read them aloud, and you help us give your uh, opinions about stuff. Fantastic. But we want to learn more about you so that we understand your point of view and where you're coming from. So we're going to talk about your personal history with weddings. Yes. Okay. Um. So... My first question, as per usual, is how old were you when you went to your first wedding? Oh, you know, I honestly don't remember how old I was at my first wedding. Um, I think it was my cousin's wedding and I was like 16 or something. But I kn- that's the first one I really remember, like dancing and seeing people and understanding like what this really means, like the concept of weddings and got into like. I really got into weddings after that. I was like, oh, this is so fun. Like, this is a romantic story. And these are fun dresses. And yeah. this is a big party. And everyone shows up. And people say weird things. And like, you know, like, <laughs> I, yeah, like, I just, you know, people. And I, I just remember, like, that was probably my biggest memory. But I know I went to weddings when I was younger with my parents. But I just, there hasn't been any, like, You blocked them out. I mean, maybe not blocked them out. I just don't recall. That's funny. What do you mean by uh, weird things? Do you just mean the whole vows and stuff? Well, no. I mean, the vows were always pretty basic, you know, but I always did wonder, like, I don't know, like, like, obey. Whenever they said that line, (laughs) I was like, really? Like, obey? That's messed up. Yeah, I was like, what? I think I was always a feminist. Um, (laughs) But seriously, like, that was always weird. But you'd always have, like, people saying weird stuff. Like, I was sitting at a table once and they're like, oh, did you know that the groom did this or like the bride did this or like, did you hear the story of this or like, it's like gossip. But I was always sitting at the tables like laughing or somebody walks in the aisle like, oh, that, did you know that her dress didn't fit and she needed like an extension in her dress? Like like people. Stress eating is real. I mean, no. Or like, did you know she's, nobody knows, but she's really pregnant. You know, it's like. I love that everybody brings you all the secrets. It's not like (laughs) they. Well, you did say earlier that you can keep your own secret. I mean, you, you always say stuff about yourself. Oh, but I'm you can a total oversharer for myself, but I am an awesome secret keeper. Yeah. So I think Good a lot know. of people share stuff with me because I keep it in the vault. <laughs> with me, not so much. Like I share it so that I can get opinions and, you know, work through it. <laughs> I'm the same way. <laughs> um, when did you at any point... Uh, were you uh, a flower girl or a bridesmaid or anything like that? Have you interacted in weddings on that? Have you had a- official roles? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't ever remember being a flower girl, but I've been a reader and I've been a bridesmaid, I think, in 10 or 11 weddings. Ooh, <laughs> I've been there a lot of weddings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had a closet full of bridesmaid dresses. Yeah. I think at some point I donated to like inner city children for their proms. That's cool. Yeah. And um, I think I kept one of them and shortened it because it was actually pretty awesome. I was about to ask you, do you wow. have a favorite if you have 10? I do. It was actually my friend Lindsay's wedding. It was a gorgeous dress and it fit well and it was phenomenal. So I ended up keeping that one. Nice. It mm-hmm. can happen. Mm-hmm. It the can. unicorn. Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I thought it was going to happen with my wedding. Mm-mm. <laughs> it happens so um so how many weddings do you think you've been to we'll definitely dive more into yours but oh over 50 yeah oh I love going to weddings yeah I, there was at some point my friend Angie was like you're a great wedding guest like whenever she would see pictures of me in weddings I'm like the girl crying or like cheering or like I'm totally invested in your love story <laughs> I I should I was like I'm gonna be a wedding planner I was totally gonna mm. be a wedding planner until I realized that you had to work every Friday Saturday Sunday yes mm-hmm 
-hmm. And then I was like, no, I'm going to open up a business and what can I do when I have kids? So hence the wedding planner was kicked off the table right away. But I think I would have been a really good wedding planner. Yeah, I think in theory, wedding planning sounds fun. But yeah, once you do, once you get into the idea, because we interviewed a wedding planner, Mm -hmm. the idea of the first of all weekend work, Mm -hmm. but then also just the you are now every client is a bride who's stressed out. And that is your client. And it's like, Oh, I don't know if I could do it. A lot of stress. It is. But think about it. I deal with clients who have children. Oh, they're stressed. Yeah. And moms who just had a baby. Yeah. So, and the emotions are high. So I think it's on the same level. Yeah. Not, not even the same level. I think mine's probably more intense because it's not one day. It's like the rest of your life. God. And your body changes for the rest of your life and your brain and your children and like your heart is walking outside of your body, you know, so it's a little different. But I think it's the same level of like, you know, planning somebody's future, helping them plan their future. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's true. Wedding planning, man. Yeah. It's no joke. Mm -mm. So (laughs) speaking of wedding planning, when you got engaged, did you figure out, first of all, what's your, what's your husband's name? Lee. How did you guys meet? We met at a Super Bowl party, actually, which is pretty awesome. Um, I was newly single, and he was single, and we went to a Super Bowl party, and I remember walking into the door, knowing every single person in the room except for him. And I remember going up to the host of the party and being like, who is that? (laughs) (laughs) And the funny thing is, I guess he came up afterwards, too, and said, who is that? And we just kind of, like, knew, and... The whole party, I just kind of talked to him because there was nowhere else to sit. So strategically, I just kind of had to sit next to him, which, by the way, Mm -hmm. he was in a chair and I sat on the floor. What? Yeah. There was no room at the party. I just, and I remember saying to him, like, why didn't you give up your chair for me? You know? Like, and he was just like, I think I was so nervous that when you sat down next to me, I was like, oh, she's choosing to sit next to me. And then it got awkward. And then I was, the next thing you know, we were talking. And then I was like, why is this girl sitting on the floor? And I'm like, (laughs) but yeah, we met there and literally like hit it off. That's also the same day Mm -hmm. that I met Ryan as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, you were at that party? I was. I think we were um, playing beer pong, probably, or flip cup or something like that. (laughs) I think we were in the back. Super mature. (laughs) We were young. Mm -hmm. We were were babies. Flip cup. I know, right? (laughs) I'm like, wow, could he flip that cup? (laughs) So, fast forward to uh, getting engaged. How much time passed between Super Bowl and proposal? I want to say maybe a year and a half. Why are we you moved laughing? It because it went really fast. Because <laughs> it I had not that fast. Well, I had been engaged before. I had been with someone for like ten years on and off, and he was engaged to somebody who he had known since high school. So, and Wait, he had so been with him for six years. Your husband now. Both of you were previously engaged. Yes, and we both mm-hmm. called off our weddings to the other people. And in yours before your first engagement was to a long-term like high school sweetheart yes got it yeah and his too as well yeah Mm -hmm. his was well they knew each other in high school but got together after high school yeah but literally both of us called off our weddings and then we met each other he met me nine months later and i met him like a year later two that's crazy but it's also like when you do like your expectations when you're so young Oh, when you know, you know, when you're older, because you don't put up with any of the games. You're like, okay, I'm at a certain age now where either I'm in it to win it or, you know, you're just done. Yeah, I'm done. You know? (laughs) No, it's true. I feel like the more, speaking of which, I think the perfect example of this is, um, because I've been Instagram chatting about this with my friends that are obsessed with British people and the royal weddings. Oh, can we talk about that? Yes, because that was the big thing is that, you know, Kate, uh Middleton. Yeah, they courted Wady each other. Wadey Katie. Wadey Katie, that girl she was did. that girl waited eight years mm-hmm. to lock that down and get that ring. Mm-hmm. Meghan Markle comes along. But she was divorced. Sixteen before, right? months. Mm-hmm. So that's they've it. known each other for sixteen months. I think it's awesome. But the difference is Meghan Markle is thirty six years old mm-hmm. and divorced mm-hmm. and knows what she wants. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. different. She's not it gonna totally put up with is it. different. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're like young, I mean they met in college, you know, Kate 
Kate and, and, and William. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, yeah, it does make sense. Because you you're like, going to wait around. You have other yeah. goals to accomplish or sure. things or you want to feel it out. You're still trying to get to know yourself, right? People yeah. are always like, I'm trying to figure out me before I can figure out you and us. <laughs> <laughs> but how, are, since this will be the first podcast we have recorded since that news broke. Yes. Oh, I'm obsessed. How excited? Are you excited? Oh, I'm so excited that an American <laughs> girl can be a princess. Oh my god! I love everything and about it. She's beautiful. I love her. I love them. Their interview was so cute. Honestly, they're the Darn. cutest. And I'm a huge Kate fan. Like I love her. She's yeah. like I'm. Like I aspire to be her one day. But no, this this relationship, I've got high hopes for them. I'm excited. I know. And their kids are going to be adorable and just everything. It's so cute. They're so cute together. Mm -hmm. I love I them. like them. Yes. I'm excited for them. I know. And I just think back because I just love reading the British gossip columns because they're so crazy. Mm -hmm. But all the wild people that Harry dated when he was younger, the like aristocratic, like just these beautiful mm -hmm. girls, but they were mm -hmm. all just like party animals. Yeah. And now just the end up with the people that I think he was dating because he thought that's who I should be dating. Sure. And then who he actually ends up marrying is just so poor. Like every other girl before then has been like blonde and, you mm -hmm. know, either British or from New Zealand. And it was like, again, this like high end, like they come from families that have names. Mm -hmm. And this girl's like, whatever, I'm an actress from L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Divorce. Divorce. Oh, yeah, right. everything. Yeah. I love it. Everything that, you know, he probably was like, you're ex exactly what I didn't think yeah. I would be with because yeah. when you're raised a certain way and you have these certain standards at your family and expectations I mean the pressure that you have as a prince I don't yeah. know what that's like but if I look at it now like she's the perfect princess she's called she's so relatable and she's so beautiful and, and she's, she's done so a lot of charitable work too like she it has that Diana feel about her and the fact that she's really involved with a lot of social issues and like walks Before the walk. meeting him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I think she's extremely intelligent and I think she's also very real. I like how she can make fun of herself and whenever she speaks about things, she's like, I actually had to look that up. I didn't know what that was. Like, that's, <laughs> like, that's not something that I'm privy to, you know? And yeah. she just, she seems so sweet and they seem genuinely in love. Like the way they look at each other, just like their mannerisms, they're, they're really cute. They're so cute. I know. <laughs> We're rooting for them. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to British Wedding Talk. <laughs> it just oh, happened. man. We might yeah. do a whole episode of that. I'm not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to dive in. Um, I'm so glad that I'm not alone on my, like, I know that the world freaked out, but I have some friends that are not into this stuff at all. They're just like, why do you care? And I'm like, I can't explain it. I just really do. <laughs> I know. I do too. British love. I don't know what it is, yeah. but I think it's. I think it's because it's so untouchable and you don't, you know, it's something we can't even fathom, especially yeah. with, the, with the way the our country is going. Like, give me some hope. Give me some happy news, man. Give me man. some happiness. They're getting married True. Memorial Day weekend. Woo -woo. Yeah, that, which is That's your weekend. Fast, That's my weekend. weekend she got yeah. married, too. That's a fast planning. A, hey, man. Well, think about it. I mean, you got to turn it around, man. She's 36. If they want to have some royal babies, tick, <laughs> <Sure>. tick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's true. Maybe they don't, though. Maybe they're going to be. Maybe they're not. Oh, maybe they're going to go against yeah. all odds. I mean, they've already broken a lot of rules. So mm -hmm. they've already got plenty of spares. They got two other kids. <laughs> he is the spare. So he's like exactly. what, fifth in line yeah, now. There's an yeah. heir and a spare. They're fine. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I love that stupid stuff. Sorry. Back to your wedding. <laughs> no. Believe me, my wedding is nothing compared to that. It's just, you know. <laughs> so it's like what your dumb, dumpy wedding that wasn't yeah. in. <laughs> Exactly. And I wasn't a princess. Just uh, I'm just kidding. So wait, so you get engaged. Uh -huh. um, what is the time between a proposal to wedding? How much time did you spend planning? A year. So we okay. got engaged actually in Italy and we got married exactly one year later. So it was, it was a great timeline for everything. We were going to get married sooner, but we ended up getting married in October and it was perfect. Like I'm so glad that it worked out the way it did. Why did you choose the date you chose? Um, just I'm, availability of the venue or? I think availab availability of the venue and just October 5th was when we had gotten engaged. So we were like October 5th and we wanted a fall wedding and I don't like cake. So I wanted apple pies and I was like apple pies <laughs> in the summer aren't really that great. And I always imagined a summer <laughs> wedding because I grew up in Wisconsin and that was the only time that was nice weather. And I always wanted an outdoor weather, but I didn't realize like how hot it is in LA. Yeah. Um, yes. Like july through september so october was just perfect and it couldn't have been i mean pam was at my wedding the weather was, was spectacular it was perfect it was a great day so um 
You mentioned that Pam was at your wedding, mm-hmm. which means that her husband, <laughs> Jeff, was at your wedding. He was in, he was not in just the wedding. At, he was is, the best man. He was the best man. Yeah. <laughs> now, if anyone has listened to this podcast before, oh, gosh. there was an episode <laughs> with Jeff Daniels, with Jeff Daniels, Jeffrey Art Daniels, who came <laughs> on and we actually brought him on to talk about how he proposed to Pam. But we didn't even that is even, get. We didn't. We even didn't even get to, get that, to story. that story, which is amazing. We got lost <laughs> on the story of the terrible best man speech he gave at your wedding. It was your wedding. So, from oh. your perspective, how did that speech go? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh. Let's just say that there was a couple times I wanted to crawl underneath the table. <laughs> Me too. Was it a couple times because it was so long you had many moments to think about crawling under? Well, it wasn't. It was long. I will say that. But it was like almost like he was roasting him a little bit. And you know, for recap, was, for somebody who didn't go, that hasn't listened to that episode yet. Can I mean, either one of to- you give a bullet points of what Jeff covered? All I know is that I looked at my husband and everyone knew about the way he peed after his speech because Jeff said that he wrote his name in the snow. Perfect. He was Wait, it was a compliment in Jeff's uh, eyes. In his eyes, yeah. He was like, I really like loved him after that moment i was like wait you couldn't find a better story of like really sealing the deal of your friendship than my husband peeing his name in the snow what but it was like i was yeah weird to the story i married that so jeff if i remember correctly jeff sort of bullet point put out what he was going to say at the speech refused to run it by pam yep and then got up and told an anecdote of a time where your husband went around the corner in a bush and peed into the snow his name and then Jeff had to pee and went to the same spot and was inspired (laughs) by the font choice of your husband's urine that's the story that's the story he thought you know what mixed company people's grandparents strangers this is the story and I was just like oh my goodness I and I remember (laughs) looking over at Lee and Lee kind of going like you know and my husband he is very like if he would never say anything about it. Like he, to this day, he has never said it's a bad speech. <laughs> like you will never. Like we watched it on our video before, and like it's one of the parts where we fast forward <laughs> because it's so intense. Oh my god! I want to see this video. I, know. I didn't know it was on video. I, oh, we I got lived it. it uh uh-huh, We have it. Oh my but god! But honestly, when we look back, and I asked Lee's parents, I'm like, "What did you guys think of Jeff's speech?" Because they know Jeff. Yeah. And Lee's mom was like, "Oh, it was a little long, but it was fine." And and his dad was like, well, "I didn't see a problem with it." So I was like, "Okay." I love them. So. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, they were just saving grace and just keeping the <laughs> elephant in the corner or they were really being real. But that's kind of what it's like. I didn't even ask anyone else because it's not my place to ask anyone else. It, the speech wasn't about me. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> my bridesmaid nailed it. Oh my it was God. like two minutes long, short, sweet. Did she go I, before or after Jeff? I think she went after. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think he was you know, first. you can't bomb any worse. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I love the fact that he owns it. Like, he knows. Well, I didn't know he owned it until I heard your podcast. Because us as friends, and I have to say, like, Pam and Jeff are two of our best friends. We never talked about it after that. No. It wasn't ever brought up. That's amazing. Yeah. So your wedding um, was during the fall, Mm -hmm. outdoors, in in L.A. Well, it was in, not L.A., it was in Ventura County in Camarillo. So just outside, about an hour outside. Hour outside. Southern California. Yeah. It was the most magical venue. How many, what do do you remember the name of the location? Yeah, Maravilla Gardens. To this day, I'll refer it to anyone. It's so magical and so beautiful. The minute I, I mean, we looked at 15 wedding venues. Yeah. And the minute I walked in, I was like, done. Like there was three separate areas for the wedding, for the reception, and then for the dinner or wedding reception and dinner mm-hmm. dance, yeah, I guess yeah. you could say. Um, it was great. It was beautiful. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. How many people were at your wedding? I think there was a total of 120 or 125. Okay. Yeah. Decent size, but not like out of control. No. You knew everyone. I did. Well, and I, 
You well, didn't know everyone. You're right. I actually didn't know everyone. Okay. What does that um, mean? <laughs> so towards the end of the night, I'm on the dance floor and I knew every single person because my family's from Wisconsin and we paid for our own wedding, mm-hmm. which means we got full range of full say of who we wanted to invite. Yeah. So I knew every single person at our wedding and I knew them well. Yeah. So it was a really intimate wedding and what that's what made it awesome. So I'm on the dance floor and, and I also knew everyone who brought a guest because you weren't just bringing a guest if you were only dating for like six months. Like it wasn't going to happen. Your right. plus um, one was a true plus one. It was a true plus one. Yes. yes. Because I felt like when I look back at wedding pictures, I want to know all the people and I just want to feel good about this. So was that difficult when you were in the invite process? Would you get any push back? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was difficult for sure. But a lot of my family members didn't fly out. So that kind of made it easy. Yeah. Sorry, Um, go ahead. So you're at your reception. No. So I'm at the reception (laughs) and I'm on the dance floor and I turn around and I'm like, who's that girl? (laughs) And I'm like, was that somebody's date that I didn't see? Because we went around to the tables and said hi to everyone. Right. And then all of a sudden, her little friend comes bebopping next to her with a drink and those two are like dancing. I'm like, I don't know either of these I don't know these girls. So I walk up to them and I was like, hi. (laughs) You're clearly the bride. You're still in your wedding gown. I'm in my Mm -hmm. wedding gown. It's it's very clear. And the girl looks at me and she goes, oh my gosh, you're like the most beautiful bride I've ever seen. And I was like, how'd you get into my wedding? (laughs) Who are you? And she's like, oh, well, my friend's here. I think it was. My friend's girlfriend. So my friend Lee went to college with this guy, Devin, who had a girlfriend whose friends lived near there. So she just (gasps) decided to say like the wedding's really fun and then came to the wedding. What? And we had like open bar. So his plus one had plus plus two. two. (laughs) Wow. That is Ballsy. And right. at this point, I wasn't going to cause a scene because my right. wedding had gone off and been a great day. And it was open bar. So I'm like, whatever, this is hilarious. As they're drinking my liquor, like telling me this. And so I finally just like danced away. I was like, well, whatever. Yeah. You know, if they're going to have a good go. night, that's it. But no, it gets better. So then afterwards, <laughs> we had an after party yeah. at like a restaurant that yeah. was just down the road. We walk in. They're like, hey again. Oh, my like, God. So they showed up at they the after go away. party, too. Le- read the room, lady. <laughs> no, it was so crazy. I was like, I could God. never do that. Yeah. What the hell? It was so bizarre. But, I mean, we had wedding crashers. And they're in our wedding video. Oh, my God. Good. You need documentation. <laughs> That's of that. hilarious. I just think it's really bold. Like, when you so think bold. of wedding crashers, to be honest with you, I would just assume they were guys. Because... I feel like straight dudes don't really understand the the social norms that come with the I mean, wedding I planning. I thought it was just a movie. I didn't think people actually do this. Or like, did, I wonder too, if the two girls that were like, hey, with you, if it was kind of explained to them as if, I wonder if they even asked like, is it cool? And someone just told her, yeah, they're totally chill people. It's fine. I can't imagine being that blase about just walking into someone's wedding. I have wedding. no idea. I, I never asked the person who invited them or didn't invite them. I yeah. just kind of left it as is. Yeah, what are you going to do at that point? Like have at some confrontation point. in yeah. your wedding gown? Like forget it. And honestly, like if they had a great <laughs> night because of it, great. You know, <laughs> yeah. honestly, like what am I going to say? Like, well, So they didn't, they weren't there for the dinner the portion. We're here for the, the booze, just right? Just the drinks That's and the, dancing. Right. Oh my God. That's insane. Yeah. I know. We don't know when they actually showed up. It must have been af- after I mean, dinner. It must have been during the dancing. It couldn't have been at dinner because everybody had a seat. Everybody had a seat. Do they look yes. dressed po- appropriately? Were they in like cocktail dresses? What's appropriately? Well, I mean, like, were they in jeans? <laughs> oh, no, they weren't no. in jeans, but one of them was definitely wearing what I'd call a vagina cover. <gasps> oh. <laughs> I mean, for real. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, yeah. It was like dipped. She dipped herself in her dress. And when she bent over, it was really short. Wow. I was just like, okay. That's amazing. Yeah. Yowzes. Best and worst? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Ryan, tell us the best part of the whole wedding process and the worst. From proposal to breakfast afterwards. Even Gosh, honeymoon, the you can even best say honeymoon. Part. I think the best part, I mean, the whole day was 
honestly, it was the best day of my life. Like people tell you that it's going to go by so fast and all of these things. And, you know, the best part of my day was just, it was awesome. I don't, maybe it was, gosh, I don't know. The proposal in Italy <laughs> was awesome too. Um, you know what? I think the best part of my day was probably the most memorable part of my day. And that was having the father-daughter dance with my mom. Oh, that's Because nice. my dad had passed away. Yeah. So I walked myself down the aisle and then just literally dancing with my mom. Because when you get a chance to just dance with your mom. But the coolest part is while I was dancing with my mom, my stepdad cut in. And my godfather cut in. So that was awesome. I mean, if you talk to some of my guests, they might tell you that when I sang Babies Got Back at my wedding, that was the best part. But (laughs) (laughs) I still can't believe I did that. (laughs) Wait, Pam, didn't you sing that song too at your wedding? I did. (laughs) Yes. High five. I love that song. Yeah, That's amazing. Mm -hmm. You took the mic and just went for it? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I went for it, right? It's either go big or go home. Yeah. If you're going to commit, commit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I wanted, wanted to, oh, what we is didn't the, get the worst? worst? Honestly, I didn't have a worst part of my wedding. That's good. I honestly didn't. Everything went off as great as it could have gone. I didn't have any glitches. Like, they put a wrong tablecloth on somewhere. Like, my <gasps> mother-in-law. I know, right? Scandalous. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, no, my mother-in-law had made this gorgeous lace line burlap and lace tablecloth, and they didn't put it on our head table. They put it on, like, a the photo booth table, which doesn't make sense in my mind, but hey. Um, so that's what they did. And honestly, like, if that's the worst thing that happened to us, everything else went off amazing. Yeah. Everything was fun and awesome. And I want to relive that day the rest of my life. And I still have people that say, you should have a wedding like that again, like at your 10 year wedding anniversary. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, did you have a wedding song that was specific? We're always trying to give it like uh, snapshots of what other people do. Like, um, did you yeah, have like our, the song? Oh, yeah. It was Michael Bublé's song. You're my everything. Is I think that's the name of it. I don't know. Okay, we'll link to it. Yeah. Okay. I mean <laughs> But I mean there was a lot of different kind of music. I mean there was Michael Jackson to like, you know. What song brought everybody to the dance floor? What was the song? Was it Baby ba- Baby Got Back? Was it your performance? I'm not going to lie. The pictures kind of show a crowd for that. <laughs> <laughs> and that was about the only song that a lot of my older relatives dance to <laughs> like we're out there it's so kind of hilarious no but I think I think they played I don't remember what brought everybody to the dance floor I was on the dance floor the whole night yeah so I really don't know what what brought the wedding crashers to the dance floor is what we really need to know right <laughs> I think it was like Michael Jackson's PYT oh that's cool I feel like that was yeah. definitely up there they couldn't resist yeah, yeah. they it can't was, resist yeah I think so <laughs> I can't remember that, to be honest. What did you end up doing? Because we are trying to give scenarios to people because it's an ongoing question about honeymoon. What did you guys do for the honeymoon? Did you go right away? We actually didn't. And the reason we didn't is because I was a school teacher and a nanny at the time. So, you know, getting off of work and I really wanted to enjoy it. So I highly recommend this. Also, we were wiped out. You know, everyone says you should go and relax. But I didn't want to go and relax. I wanted to talk to my family and people had traveled from all over. And I actually wanted to spend quality time with them because you don't have quality time at your wedding. I mean, you literally talk to everyone for like five seconds. And these people had spent thousands of dollars to come celebrate our love. So for me, I felt it was rude if we took off right away. I felt like why not make this like a wine tasting? So we went up to Santa Barbara the next day and hung out with my godparents and I talked to my aunt and people that had flown in. So I just spent quality time with them. And then a year later, we had something to look forward to. And we went to Tulum and I highly recommend it. It was amazing. I mean, I swam with turtles for the first time (laughs) and it was gorgeous and we hiked and, you know, it was just, it was wonderful. And we swam in cenotes and I jumped off like this 40 foot platform. And I was like, I'm going to do all these crazy things before I have kids. Woo. You know, it was great. So I highly recommend Tulum. So what you did was you just planned for your first year of your wedding anniversary to be a honeymoon. It wasn't the wedding anniversary. It was like June. It was okay. in summer because okay. I knew I'd have off from taking care of kids. Right. But you, so. but you knew ahead of time. You're like, we're going this, di- we're going to go at this time. Did you know planned. what you were going to do? It, 
Yeah, we knew. We, we didn't know where we were going to go. Yeah, but uh, you knew what time. We knew what time. It was okay. definitely going to be summer. So we were like, what's a good place? And originally we were going to go to um, Central America, but it was the rainy season. So I'm like, you know, we were going to go to Costa Rica. That was another option. So we were just thinking, where are we going to go that it's going to be nice? And, you know, we can enjoy ourselves and relax and don't have to deal with like torrential rains or hur- hurricanes or, sure. you know. <laughs> good things good to think about. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Or like, I don't know, people have to think of like diseases now no like we a, were discussing yeah. that mm-hmm. yeah like zika so, yeah I, mean, yep. I don't i don't know i didn't have to think of anything but a hurricane back then so <laughs> it was okay simpler times give it up for 2012 <laughs> such simpler <laughs> times <laughs> so long ago <laughs> back That's in awesome. my younger days <laughs> <laughs> well i think we've definitely got a little snapshot of your world of weddings yes <laughs> i want to definitely hear some of your opinions about these stories all right pam are you ready to get in some confessionals yes let's do this dear pam and brooke i need your help i have so much wedding drama going on right now it's not even funny okay so i picked seven of my closest friends to be my bridesmaids and my two sisters and my bff to all three be my maids of honor because i couldn't just choose just one Well, now I wish I had just picked just one. Turns out the majority of them basically don't get along, and it's to the point that I can't get them to stop fighting and being bitches to each other. (laughs) They are all fighting about everything, from who gets to plan what party, engagement, wedding, shower, bachelorette, to what dress I picked out for them to wear, or feeling left out over, over decisions being made. I know you can't please everyone, but damn, this is draining the life out of me. I have tried really hard to include everyone on everything so no one feels left out, but I don't have the time or energy to be the referee, therapist, babysitter anymore because, oh, I don't know, I have a wedding to plan? I'm still six months out, but I'm seriously thinking of eloping just to end the madness. Any thoughts on how I can keep my wedding as planned and my sanity too? From Jealous of Squad Goals. Oh, oh what dude. a nightmare. Wow. So there are uh, nine people in her bridal party on her side. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Ten. T- what, seven plus two? Oh, and the B- BFF. And a BFF. Oh, yes. wow. That's so ten, ten ladies. That's, that's a lot. It's a lot. And it sounds like some strong opinions. Yeah, I mean, this sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Bye. <laughs> yeah, no, but first of all, I I feel so bad for her. First of all, why is she knowing about all these fights? That's what I was going to say. Isn't Mm -hmm. part of being a bridesmaid to shelter the bride from the drama because she has enough stress of planning a wedding? So honestly, like, I want to go back to old school ethics and say, put your names in a hat, pick a name, and that's what you're doing. And you like what you like and you don't get upset. You know, you get what you get and you don't get upset. Like, this is it. Isn't that a th- that's a teacher that's thing, right? Totally, that's yeah. A right? Teacher, yep. It is because <laughs> this do. is because they're acting like children, so we're going to treat them like children. It's not about you, no. Like that's what all of this says to me is everybody's like, man, you know, it's they're making it about themselves and not about this bride and supporting her, which is their role is to support her. And I don't know though, but then part of me is like, to what dress I picked out for them to wear? Are brides really picking out dresses for their bridesmaids to wear still? They might be. Yeah. Sounds like she is. Sounds okay. like she already did. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, don't you want everyone? I mean, to me, the reason why I let them pick the dress is because I want everyone to feel their best on the day. Yeah. Like, like let, let's think about this. Like, when people are like, I don't want my bridesmaids to outshine me. Stop it. Like, you're the bride. <laughs> you are the flipping bride. That Everyone's glow. looking at you. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. You like, nobody's looking at your bridesmaids. Okay. Unless you're maybe Pippa. People might have been looking at it, right? Oh, <laughs> She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. So is Kate. But I'm just saying, back to the British. But um, <laughs> but seriously, I mean, honestly, like, who's trying to outshine the bride? If they're yeah. your bridesmaid, that's weird. Um, this is so sad. Um, well, I I think. Oh, go ahead. No, you no, go ahead. Well, I just think at at this point, because there is so much turmoil. You just have to be the adult because clearly there's nobody else being an adult mm-hmm. and be like, okay, listen, you have three bridesmaids. Break it up. You've you got three like, maids of honor. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Three maids of honor. Yeah. Break it up and say, listen, you're in charge of this. You're in charge of that. You're in charge of this. Go. I don't mm-hmm. want to hear any more. And then That's have it. them, you know, basically like, own it. 
Mm-hmm. Do your job. I think that's smart. I think you delegate those three. One gets the shower. One gets the, what are the things that she has? That's the shower, the bachelorette party. And then there was one other thing. Hold on. Oh, you go rogue. Engagement, wedding shower, bachelorette party. So someone gets engagement. Someone gets wedding shower. Someone gets bachelorette party. Choose based on their personalities, you know. Yes. And then also, but I think you know what you were saying. But you know they're going to resent the bride then. So I think you bring in a wedding planner and have them delegate it. You don't elope. <laughs> You bring in a wedding planner, you be the bad guy. You pay somebody to be the referee. Yes. I do think, though, what you were saying mm-hmm. about the idea that none of them should be talking to the bride about this, I think you do need to tell them, I don't want to hear about this yes. anymore. Don't yes. complain amongst yourselves. Mm-hmm. Don't bring this drama to me. I have enough. Don't talk to me about this stuff. You can have the drama. Don't tell me. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. And the bride they, should not hear drama. Tell them about our website. Tell them about our podcast. And mm-hmm. tell them if you do have any complaints, to send <laughs> us your stories. Us. <laughs> and yes. we will help you. <laughs> right? But yes. I think I think rule number one needs to be that you should never know this is happening. There are plenty of times where there's drama and there's a little bit of like, I wish this girl had done this or blah, blah, blah. Or someone's not pitching in money for this. Right. I hear those conversations with everyone all the time. But you don't tell the bride. Never. No. It's like no. sacred. You shield that. The yes. bride has enough on her plate. Yep. She's putting together a wedding. It's we are a, sorry such a stressful you're dealing day. with this. We are. I'm and really sorry. And hopefully your squad goals come together and that everyone gets it together because this is ridiculous. And if you're close enough with your sisters, pull them aside or your best friend. I feel like your best friend because it's not family. So maybe you say to your best friend, like, here's my plan. Like, this is what would make me really happy. Can we execute this? Because at the end of the day, I mean, it's your best friend. Yeah. You know, and, and so you've got to like, pull all three of them because that's part of the problem is that there's one doing this and this and that. Pull your three main. If you chose three and you couldn't decide, you know, one to be the leader, pull all three and be like, I need you to handle this. Yeah. Mm. And everyone needs to start getting along and being polite because you do have to go to a shower with these people and a bachelorette party with these people. It's mm-hmm. not very fun if everyone's grumpy and being rude to each other. And fighting. Yeah. Being bitches. Right? Know, right? Being bitches. Oh, I'm sorry you're dealing with this, but I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Find a delegate, whether it's your best friend, one of your sisters, or a paid professional. Yes. <laughs> but promise me that you won't elope because guess what? This is your day and it's yeah. going to be an incredible day. And if that wasn't part of your plan, don't elope. Keep going forward with your wedding and plan what you can for yourself and focus on you. And hopefully everything will come together and they'll stop being bitches. Yeah, I think it's just hard because when you have that big of a group, they're probably coming from different parts of your life. And like you were saying, Mm -hmm. there's some people that are in your life from a very young age or Mm -hmm. like your sisters or somebody you've met later. And they're all different personalities. It's the reason why we didn't have our sisters in our wedding. They were readers. Mm -hmm. We love our sisters tremendously, but I didn't want the drama. So we made them readers. We requested them to be readers, and it was actually super special. And there was no family drama then. Smart. There you mm-hmm. go. But this girl's already done it. She's in it. <laughs> I know. So. Well, good luck. Let us know how it goes. And again, tell them to send in all their submissions to us anonymously. And they can vent this way instead of <laughs> venting to you, because that's exactly. rude. Venting to us is constructive. <laughs> <laughs> we need your stories. Yes. <laughs> okay, number two. Yes, number two. We have a special one for number two. We do have a special one. I'm going to read it. Okay. Dear wedding confessionals, in a few weeks, I'm going to a New Year's Eve wedding. I have a go-to silvery sparkly dress that I usually wear to holiday parties. It's really fun and very festive for this time of year. But I'm worried. Is it appropriate for a wedding that's also a New Year's Eve? Or should I tone it down a bit? Is it worth bugging the bride and asking her? Or would that be weird? Signed, Brooke. <laughs> Are going, you the Brooke? Yeah. I'm yep, the Brooke. We, we, we have anonymous. Ah, so right. this one is actually Brooke. It's me. I'm going to yes. a New Year's Eve wedding to Heather's wedding. Heather's who's wedding. Who's been on the show already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, how close I, are you with Heather? I mean, we're buddies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to her wedding. Her her wedding. <laughs> but sho- it's but her wedding showers at my house. Oh, well, that's close enough to say is this. Well, OK. Is it pro- a black tie affair? I don't. Where, what is the dress codes? I don't. I mean. I ask her what the dress. I think it's okay you know to what? ask her what the dress code. Maybe is. I'll just ask her. 
or maybe I'll dive more into her website, but I just didn't see anything that would maybe understand exact because they're doing kind of a non-traditional thing because it is like at midnight and it's, you know what I mean? It's, a, it's, it sounds ev- awesome, but it's not like a formal evening wedding. It's not starting until later. And it's just like cocktail pass apps. And then in the middle of the party, they'll stop and get married. Oh, so you're not wearing like a silvery sparkly dress at three o'clock in the afternoon. Right. No, you definitely wear it that. I mean, is it, when you I say. I just worry because it's silver. It's too close to white or it's no, too close to. It's New Year's Eve. Everybody is wearing Eve. sparkles and glitter and sequins. Okay. And like, I think. You know, you're not as long as body parts aren't hanging out, you wear it. Well, I what is the <laughs> no. type of dress you called it? What the vagina what, dress? The vagina cover? Oh, <laughs> cover. <laughs> it's definitely longer than a vagina cover. <laughs> I okay. think you're fine. So but um, but it is more importantly, it is not weird for me to ask her. It's not annoying. It's it's like is it annoying to ask? Yes. Um <laughs> Maybe I'll ask I her sister. Yes. What if this? I asked her sister? There you go. That's her sister safe. might know, right? Yeah. Well, okay, if she... Because I'm friends with her sister, too. Yeah, I mean, it just all depends. I mean, I went to a New Year's Eve wedding, yeah. but the bride went with me to pick out my dress. God damn it. So then it was, like, <laughs> not as weird. And it was, like, it was in Vegas, and I thought my dress was pretty scandalous. And she's like, no, you need to wear this dress. It's Vegas. And I was like, okay. But I would have never picked that dress. Yeah. But I think since you already own the dress, and it's a holiday dress, and it's festive, yeah. I say you go with your gut, and your gut says... I think you're fine. And my gut says, don't ask her. I don't have time to buy another (laughs) dress. I just want to wear this dress. Wear it. Wear it. Okay, done. Don't ask her. Wear it. I can't wait to see pics. Okay, cool. I'm wearing the dress. Yes. (laughs) Pulling the trigger. (laughs) (laughs) But I think as a bride, would you want somebody to come up to you and be like, should I wear this dress? I mean, think of it from a bride's perspective. On one hand, I like being controlling in type A, so that's fun for me. (laughs) Uh But on the other hand, I'm like, I don't need another decision. I know. I think it depends the closest of a friend. Like, I know both of you ladies. I think Brooke, like you and I are acquaintances because of Pam, right? If you came up to me, I'd be like, I don't care. I don't don't know. (laughs) Do I say this is right? And if Pam came up to me, I'd be like, this is totally a question that I feel close like Pam should ask me. So I think it's the level of your friendship, right? Because if I came up to you, Brooke, and was like, what should I wear to your wedding? You'd be like, I don't give a shit. Right? Just just bring me a great gift. I know, right? It's fine. (laughs) Did I invite you? Not not denim shorts? Right? Exactly. Like... Don't wear white. Um, but like, I think I think it depends on your friendship. Like, if you're really close friends, then yeah. you can say, like, it, would this be annoying if I showed up in a sparkly dress? Yeah. But then again, think about it. Would any bride really say ye- yes? To a sparkly dress? No, no. I'm saying yes to like, that would annoy me. Oh. Think about that. Mm, I don't know. I, I definitely give off the vibe of when I ask you a question, I want the real answer. Like, I'm a very no bullshit person. Yeah. So I would hope that. And when I ask somebody you a question, I'm not one of those people that. that ask the question already knowing my answer. Like, can I invite so-and-so being yeah. like, that means I'm bringing so-and-so like, yeah. I hate that shit. Yeah. You know so what I mean? Forward. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, seriously. Most yeah. people ask questions. You're just like, I know you already want to do this thing. Mm-hmm. You're not really asking so much as you're just giving me the heads up that like, you're already doing, doing this it. shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you're going to look awesome. Okay, cool. Definitely wear it. Okay. I'm wearing it. If things go badly, I'm blaming you too. Fine. She kicks me out. She Do gets it. me out of the wedding. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's Pam's. We fault. get an anonymous. We get an anonymous <laughs> story like early January. Dear wedding confessionals, some bitch wore a sparkly dress to my Right. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. I love it. <sighs> All right. Um uh story number three. Ryan, you wanna read that? Sure. Oh, this is great. They know about your dog. Hi, Pam, Brooke, Ruth, and guest. Can we talk about a wedding tradition that really needs to stop? And I'm not talking something borrowed, blue, or new. I recently went to a wedding where they did a garter toss. I can't believe that this was ever a thing. It was beyond creepy that the groom lifted his bride's dress in front of an entire room of guests and pulled it off her leg with his teeth and then flung it to his buddies. I was so embarrassed for the bride and it turns out I wasn't the only one. There was a mad dash to the bar when it was announced and a long line of awkward glances when the whole thing was taking place. Please pass this along to help future brides avoid some serious awkwardness. From PSA for the ladies. Whoa. <laughs> oh, like, do people still do that? I have been to weddings where this goes on. I, I can I say I did too. I have been in a while. But I was going to say the 80s. <laughs> I think I have found the 
East Coast, Northeast crowd mm-hmm. when I lived in New York. This happened more than not. Really? Yes. In Wisconsin, it happened a lot, and so did the dollar dance, and they're both dollar really dance awkward. is really like in. really mm. weird. I don't know. I saw a dollar dance out here. I've seen a dollar, but Chicken yeah, you're right. All those things. Yeah, it's just stop. <laughs> So wait, I'm guessing that none of us did this garter thing, correct? I didn't do it. No. Do you have a? Did you do a garter thing? The look on your face. This is a no. I think I did. Did I? <laughs> I, don't I don't remember. remember. I did, but check he did. the video. No, I. You know what? I did a garter, but it wasn't. It was already off my leg. Oh. I had a throwing garter. So it was like you threw a bouquet, and then somebody threw a bouquet, and somebody and threw a your garter. But my husband did not come in with his teeth up my dress. He I didn't like think, shove up I there. I wore like a mermaid dress. There was nothing going up there. <laughs> there was no getting so, up there. That's a good point. So honestly, like that would have been really awkward. <laughs> um, but I think I did buy a throw garter. Yeah. Because for the, for the, like the fun of the tradition of like the bouquet and the garter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but and what is the tradition that if the guy catches the garter, they get married next? Is it like the same as the bouquet? Yeah, and then if the so. girl catches the, which is funny, the girl that caught the bouquet got engaged right after. Really? Yeah, it's great. Oh, oh crazy. wow. Yeah. Did you do a bouquet ca- toss? I did. And um, the person who caught it was um, my cousin's wife. She, she, They were engaged and they were getting married next. Oh, so that's it was adorable. like just random that she got it. It was great. <laughs> yeah, but- I'm the angry feminist that refused to do the flower toss. <laughs> I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> I'm the worst, guys. <laughs> yeah, but that's I took the thing all about... of my little political leans and marched them into my wedding. I'm like right? a jerk. No, but like I've been to plenty of weddings and I've participated, but for some reason I just had a bee in my bonnet and was like, no. Nah. I'm not doing it. Yeah. But then again, I let my brother walk me down the aisle. So like, who the fuck am I? <laughs> I mean, I, I say you do I what didn't. you want. Right. I know. Exactly. <laughs> do what you want. Exactly. I think that I think that what we're saying is do what you want. So if a bride is comfortable with that. Also, you mean you don't know how comfortable the bride is with her own body, her own sexuality mm-hmm. and displayed or whatever. If she's kind of a, a raucous gal and she thinks it's funny. Yeah. Or if like you yeah. have a room full of like dancers or something. Yeah. You know, like hip hop dancers and he like finds a way to like take it off and it's fun. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I think it's like you have some. I don't know. So it Creepy. is weird. Like the idea of like this, your husband's like newly made husband is now has his like teeth near your crotch in front of your uncle. Like no, it really I is always like, thought what? that was so weird when the guy would go up and the girl would like make faces while he's underneath her dress. I'm like, because <laughs> it's not like you're I'm pulling like, the bouquet out of his crotch. Like, no. <laughs> but like, and he's underneath your like whole dress. <laughs> I mean, there's some traditions that have faded out, and I think this is one. I think this you know, is then, one that could fade then out. Might be. I, I think also there's in, not a need for it. In the beginning, I don't think that teeth were involved. I think it was <laughs> just a hand pulling it down, and it yeah. was pretty tame. And then over True. the years, it's become a little more wild. Well, I think so too. All of a sudden, it's teeth, and it's well, also too. We've said the word teeth. <laughs> <laughs> We all are cringing while saying it. We're teeth. Like, teeth. <laughs> <laughs> really, I mean, what, didn't it? Didn't it first come about right, like before sex before marriage was a thing? Like you want probably. Sex. So now it was like this is the big. I mean, I don't know. It's weird. It's it's a little weird. Yeah, you know what? We can agree. PSA for we, the ladies. Let's yeah. get rid of that creepy thing. <laughs> As long as she's cool with it, it's fine. But the odds are it seems to be slowly going out of fashion. I feel like it's at bigger weddings. I think it's, I mean, it's uncomfortable yeah. for the guests, too. It's like, whoa. Like Some we, of them you know, are in. I also, can I be honest with you? I'm uncomfortable also watching first dances. It just feels so, so intimate. I'm like, should I leave? <laughs> I don't know yeah. why, guys. I'm going to have so a, a drink now. I get so uncomfortable during the first dance. I feel like sweating now. When we did ours, I was like, can people please join us like very soon? And we did not do like a romantic dance. We did lots of swirling. And I was like, I don't want to be doing this. (laughs) (laughs) This is three and a half minutes. And I want it to be like 14 seconds. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's awkward. All of it. (laughs) People just staring at you while you embrace. While you embrace and like whisper like you're beautiful. Gross. It's so weird. Let's not pretend like all these people are right in front of us staring at us. I know. 
Yeah, but that's the whole. I mean, you just did that in front of, at the altar. I Everybody was also standing. uncomfortable up there. Okay, yeah. Well, let's bring that in too. <laughs> it's all uncomfortable. <laughs> Opening up gifts in front of like thirty oh, people—that's oh. really hard. Honestly, oh. all of it. Did you do a shower? Did you? I did at Pam's house, and it was super awkward because I remember sitting there going like, "Do I? I don't want more gifts. Like, stop, right. stop oh, the man." Yeah, and then, you, but I mean, I actually—you should get excited about the things, right? Because you registered for most of them. Yeah, and you so, don't want to be rude because people were nice and brought you something that you registered for. Yeah, but then everyone's just staring at you, and it's just awkward, and you're just. Like, I don't know. It's weird. And That's the, why and, there's champagne. And there's always like a <laughs> sentimental moment where only the person gets it that like gave you the gift and yes. like you're crying and like other ones. I was like, what's the deal? Like, oh. oh my God. Years ago, I went to a, a bridal shower <laughs> where um, my friend and I had put together, we were on the groom's side. It was the groom's sister and myself and the groom's mother. I put together this tiny uh, cookbook that was like handmade with just little index cards of the the family recipes on the groom's side and like the, also like dishes that are that her now husband would really love. And it was just this tiny little cookbook. And the present that got opened right before us, because we could see it was in line, you know, you know, mm-hmm. your packaging. Mm-hmm. And that <laughs> was before was also a cookbook, only it was like, beautifully handmade oh. with like this like someone that has like professional calligraphy <sighs> writing and it was all recipes from people who had died and she was like her grandmother oh. and like her father had passed or, and it was like all of these people and it was and she was literally like weeping or she's going through and there's pictures of I mean it was beautifully made mm. and we're just like watching this happen and we're like don't open don't it. open our gift like, put it back put it and we kept head. trying to gesture to like the maid of honor to be like move our gift don't let it. and I remember like, the bride was so nice because she was clearly like they had to take a moment everyone everyone was crying like mm-hmm. and so they had to take a moment like collect themselves and move on to our fucking gift <laughs> like mac and cheese recipe <laughs> and Oh, my and, too. and she was like, this is nice too. And we're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 <This> fucking gift. <laughs> so That's pissed. hilarious. <laughs> no, but there's a thing called gift openings the next day in the Midwest. What? Where everyone attends a gift opening the next day. What? Yes, yeah. it's a gift opening brunch. Wait, so you're from the Midwest. Yes. I'm from the South. In the South, you do not give money or gift cards. You have to physically give a gift. Is that a thing for you guys too? Oh, no, you can give money. Oh, okay. But you You have to go- open the envelope in front of people. Well, no, like the next day, your whole bridal party is invited in close family and friends and it's like a brunch. Oh. And it's like the gift opening brunch. Shit. I know. I'm. I think it's phased out though. I haven't gone a, gone to a wedding in the Midwest for a while. Yeah. But I definitely did. Was like, we're never doing that, no matter where I get married. It's just <laughs> too much. Yeah. It's, it's hard. Yeah. It's, it's really hard. It's emotional. Good God. That fucking cookbook. <laughs> it was beautiful. I was so jealous. It was amazing. <laughs> like, can I just sign my name to that card? I know. I'm like that one was me too. <laughs> I don't know any of those people, but sure. <laughs> I was like waving, <laughs> like just looking for more champagne. <laughs> like, give me all this uncomfortable moment. <laughs> oh it's my god. The thought that counts. It did. It, it is. is. No, it was. And ours was very sweet, but theirs mm-hmm. was better. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, you can't you know, always have the best. I gift can't book. always it's win, true. and I definitely didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we did it guys we went through all the stories congrats right, and now yay. we're going on to bridal breaks bridal breaks bridal breaks are little suggestions that we give to brides and really anyone planning weddings of something to do that is fun has nothing to do with weddings so that when you come back to working on your weddings you're actually sane enough to do so right pammy yes it's good <laughs> are you gonna cough i was but you caught me <laughs> Do you, I, do you want to go first? I'm okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Go. Um, so it, it is the holidays and my latest drink is from feastandwest.com. Okay. It is called the Yule Mule, which I love. That sounds good. Delish. What's in it? Um, it is vodka and it's like a it's like a Moscow mule. Which you um, should only drink in the winter because they come in mugs. We've discussed this. This this is Brooke. So in order to... Our guest is giving me a look like that is crazy. She is crazy. She's crazy. (laughs) So in order to feed her crazy, I am bringing in the Yule Mule. So you can drink it in the winter. Uh You just need to add some cranberry to it. And um, so you have your cranberry juice, 
um, which is added to vodka and ginger and lime, ginger beer cool. and lime. Um, and then they love to put a little bit of cranberries and rosemary garnish. But for me, just add the cranberry and you've oh. got your Yule mule. I have rosemary bushes in my front yard. You could cut them and put them I in I can it. put them in there. You and can, also yeah. it's fun that if my dog gets out in the front yard and runs Pees into the bushes. <laughs> no, she comes back oh. into the, the house and she smells like a roasted chicken. <laughs> She's covered in rosemary. She smells great. Perfect. <laughs> Is that weird? It always comes back to Ruth. Goddamn yes. dog. <laughs> oh um, Ryan, what is your bridal break? Wait, but I didn't realize the bridal break was supposed to be something to take your mind off. I guess I real. I was thinking of like a book because sometimes I like to dive into books to kind of submerge myself into something else so honestly love warrior it's just a really powerful story by glennon doyle love Um, her she's incredible she's incredibly inspiring or if you don't want to read a whole book just follow her instagram you'll be inspired it'll make you laugh you'll be in shock sometimes you'll feel you'll feel all the feels is it so. a is it a fictional book or a nonfiction? It's a nonfiction oh, book. About her life? It's about her life. Uh-huh. And, you know, she was married to a man and now she's married to a woman. And it's all of her trials and tribulations and the way she felt as a woman and being a mother. And just basically, you know, the whole message of the book is love is love. And wherever you can find your place in life to feel loved and beautiful and happy, that's your place in life. And you don't have to live for anybody else but yourself. And it's really beautiful. And it, it's it's really heartbreaking. And it's really eye-opening. And there's just so many things about the book. It's really empowering as a woman to read that book. And I think it it's just, I think it's a, it's a great book to read and just know that there's all types of love. And what you're going through isn't that big of a deal because somebody's gone through a, something a lot crazier. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. What's the name of the author again? Glennon Doyle. Okay. So she has a good Twitter or Instagram. What do you follow her on? I don't know about Twitter, but Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Her mm-hmm. Instagram is great. I think I like every single picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hit that heart. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's cool. Too. All right. Great. great. We got a book. Yeah. We got a drink. And then mine is, um, we are talking, Pam and I, I took her as my date to go see Hamilton. So glad so we saw Hamilton. Did. It was so much fun. It's the best. It was so, good. so much good. It was first Los of all, Angeles. on top of us drinking Moscow Mules, because it was winter time. Yep. <laughs> we also it tells you how drunks we are. We saw a sign at the at the bar because we could have gotten we couldn't looked at merch ahead of time, or we could have gone to a bar and we were like, well, clearly we're gonna drink. Mm-hmm. And the bar, there was a sign that said pre-order your intermission drinks. And we were like, Yes, yes please. please. There you go. So our intermission was spent drinking more than we needed to, which is fantastic. So I really enjoyed the music. <laughs> and you can order doubles. Yeah. But um, my bridal break is inspired by Hamilton, which is Lin-Manuel Miranda, who is the um, creator of the show so and the powerful. star of the original Broadway version. Yes. His Twitter feed is wonderful. Yep. He is so positive. First He's of all, lyrical genius. every morning he sends out this like positive wake up tweet that's like, everyone's awesome and congrats on your day and let's all do this, everybody. Like every morning there's some sort of like fun inspirational and Love i'll it. read it in the morning and be like yeah you got this lynn we got this and it's just and he's, so, and he's so like he's like be kind to yourself and just says positive things and then always puts up fun pictures and he's really he interacts with people like you know fans of the his show or whatever mm-hmm. and i just really like him i think he's a positive spirit and i really just enjoy his twitter so that's mine that's great love it yeah so that's the bridal breaks guys Woo-hoo. We did it. Woo-hoo. Thank you for being on the show. You guys, it was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love bringing on someone that also loves weddings as much as we do. Yes. <laughs> love weddings. I feel like I'm going to never go to a wedding again until my kids are married. I feel like I'm all wedding out, right? You get to a certain age and you don't have any more weddings to go to. So. You got to meet more people. Yeah. Right. Get out there. those young people. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Do you want to promote anything going on with you, your company? She Absolutely. does. Absolutely. Hustle it. it on out, girl. Yes. <laughs> um, really super excited that next year, 2018, Educated Nannies is launching our personal assistant service. Ooh. Mm. 
And our new website is going to launch. So it's if you visit educatednannies.com, you will see my company. I have Instagram. It's at Educated Nannies, real simple. Pinterest at Educated Nannies. Facebook at Educated Nannies. She does Pinterest. Did she I does. mention so much Educated Nannies? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, I place full-time and part-time nannies, but I also place newborn care specialists. And what a lot of people don't know is that I have a babysitting service. So I think that's really helpful for those last-minute needs as well as just, you know, everybody needs a night out here and there. And this is in the Southern California, L.A. area? Yes, Los Angeles County. And we do do live-in and live-out full-time placements in Orange County. Cool. Right Right on. Yeah. Girl boss. Educated (laughs) nannies. That's so cool. Um, Pamela. Yes. We have to promote our stuff. We do. Are you ready? Nope. Okay. So I think it was last episode that you stole my clipboard. I'm Maybe. not letting the clipboard come on that side of the microphone near you anymore. <laughs> you're not to be trusted. Shady, shady lady. She I don't know what you're talking stole about. The clipboard to cheat on her quiz. It was not cheating. All right. We're going to agree to disagree on that one. Um, Pam, if people want to find out more about our podcast, what's the website they should go to? WeddingConfessionals.com. From there, you can find links to our social media. What three places are we um, available on social media? Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And on that website, you can also find our show notes. Yes. And it also is a great place for you to send us your stories. Tell us your secrets. Yeah. One of the options is to go to WeddingConfessionals.com, hit on the tab that says, tell us your secret. And then from there, you don't have to give any of your personal information. You just fill out a quick form. You can make a fake up name, fake up name, fake up name, name. make up name or a fake name or fake name. Yes. The Uh, fake up name. And then tell us either your story or ask a (laughs) question for some, I know hashtag fake news, hashtag (laughs) fake name. Um, Tell us your stories, ask us uh, your questions for advice, hit submit. And that's one way to do it. The other way is to email us where Pam weddingconfessionals at gmail.com correct you also can uh leave us a voicemail and we just type it out we don't let your voice no with all your ums and ahs and wanderings <laughs> we'll help you out but that phone number if you want to leave us a voicemail is 434-933-2663 434-933-2663 also um, you can find that on the website too yeah if she went too fast it's true i go fast and we have it at the end too it's it's a lot of numbers. So you can find it. I've never memorized it. Yes. I always have to use my clipboard, my cheating clipboard. Um, we also are available on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes where we love to get ratings and reviews. We do. What stars do you like, Pam? I I really like five stars. She does. She really <laughs> aims for us to always have five stars. It, I do. <laughs> um, besides Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, Pam, we are available in 10 other places. Grabbing my pen. <laughs> where can you find our podcast podbean yep google play yep player fm yep stitcher yep overcast uh-huh. downcast yep castro yep um pod republic uh podcast republic podcast. i'll give it to you allowed podcast <laughs> addict yep um one more podcast land boom Woo! I'm going to start timing you. You're getting good. Oh, nice. <laughs> Everyone needs a new challenge. We keep pushing ourselves forward to become better. It's true. That's what we should do Thank in 2018. You, <laughs> you resolve to do better. Yeah, we should always push ourselves to do better than we were the day before. I try. <laughs> Congrats. That was really good. Uh, again, thanks for being on. Thanks for coming on, right? Thank you, ladies. So much fun. And I will see you, Pam, next time. Bye. 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 Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. And make sure to give us a five-star rating, or I guess a four if you're being judgy like us. If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, WeddingConfessionals.com. Or you can email us at WeddingConfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434 434- Nine three three two six six three. And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram 
And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com. See you guys next time. Bye.